you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome. You are now listening to The Professional It's 
your girl, Ebony, from the Professional Homegirl Podcast, the only place where you will hear interviews from women of color anonymously on stories that will enlighten and expand on taboo topics. Now, if you hear someone that sounds familiar, mind the business that pays you, child. Please support the show by leaving a five-star review, buy some merch, or simply share these stories with your professional homegirls. You never know. These storylines can be someone else's lifeline. Now, please keep in mind that all of my guests are anonymous. So let's begin this week's episode. Oh, child, I had to bring you back, but we almost finished because she just got out of school, y'all. She got to go home to her family, but I got to bring you back because that's, I don't even think people understand the things that we can't see. Right. right. I mean, it tell you very um, in Proverbs, I think it's Proverbs 6 and 13, where it says, by way of a prostitute, will it bring a man down to a piece of bread? Hmm. That's scripture. Why the fuck would you want to deal with a hoe? Right. Why would you? Nigga, nobody should have enough power in this world to bring me down to a piece of bread. <laughs> Man, you got me fucked up. But you know what? If a lot of men knew that scripture, they would think twice about the people that they deal with. So one of the things me and my husband tell each other all the time, uh, because because we we always at each other's throat just because uh, I've been through a lot of hell in my life and the hell I've been through in life he has never experienced before so he's still learning where I'm the one with the most experience in a relationship like right. I have the experience of a 50 year old and we're both in our early 30s right. and so I have to try to keep myself calm but some stuff he do is triggering and I have to remind myself he's a human being he's not the man that I've been with before but he might do some shit that look like them and he done made a mistake and in my mind my mind will make myself believe that that shit is permanent and I have to go in and say you know what father god I got the authority over unclean spirits father I remove this unclean spirit type of thing you know <clears throat> Because everybody go through stuff in their marriages and stuff like that. And everybody go through stuff, not just in marriage, but as an individual. Thanks. And sometimes I forget my husband is an individual, y'all. And it's so, it, y'all, we can be so hard. We can be so fucking hard on each other. And some of these people, some of these men are not failing at, at, at failing at marriage. They just failing at being with you mm. because you too strict. Right. And I had to learn. Don't be rah, rah, rah today. Right. And that's a hard, that's a hard thing. It take, what, it take a lot. October 30th. Okay. Cause I feel like me and you got Kendrick spirits and my birthday just passed. It was February 8th. Oh, what? So, which you an Aquarius? Yeah. Oh, water. Yeah, there you go. You you're not a Sagittarius. Um, no, I'm Scorpio. I'm water. I'm deep yeah. water though. That's why. That's why I'm like, yo. I feel like I'm I'm hearing myself. <laughs> yeah, deep water, girl. Deep water. Do it, girl. Yeah. I tell people real quick because I I understand my element and I don't do the horoscope. <clears throat> I don't do the horoscopes, guys. I don't do that. But you gotta understand your element and and your your foundation of how you think and how you reason with things in respect right, to right. your decision making and stuff like that and just how you feel about things with water i can either heal you or kill you that if you get into it with me and you piss me off it's gonna be a fucking tsunami you gotta think about how you wanna you get what i'm saying like I, right don't right. do Right. Don't push me because i'm already close to the edge shit i ain't no killer but don't push me okay right. 
but I it's some it's some shit. You know, water can be very dangerous. Um, and that's how, like I said, that's how I know so much about uh human trafficking and just you know through my expertise and my expertise just don't come from my human experience i you know my expertise comes from my divine resource of having a, a great relationship with god and under being privy to information that most people wouldn't even uh would, would wouldn't even see they they wouldn't see it unless somebody who actually been through that type of hell could point it out to you right. um like for for instance, um, in John eight forty four, Jesus was talking to a group of Jews, and these this group of Jews, he said, "Listen, your daddy, not my daddy." And he said, "Your father is Satan." Then at the end of the scripture, he said, "And Satan is the father of lies." Now, when I saw that, I, I you would read that like that, right? You wouldn't think nothing of it, but as it refers to human trafficking, it explains a lot of the reason why girls call their pimps or their buyers daddies. Facts. See what I'm saying? Because we're not dealing with our father. We're dealing with the father of lies. And I love that scripture because Jesus made sure that we understood that Satan did not lose his position as a father just because he was an enemy. Mm. And we have to think about that. Just just because they got the title, that doesn't mean that that's who they are. Right. But the Bible says that God will put enmity between the woman and the snake. Right. And so we we have to really, you know, we have this discernment, we have these tools, we we have all of this stuff that we we need uh to make these good judgments, but we still don't. We invite some stuff in our life. Some of us some of us are are uh we are just at the disadvantage of the things that we pray about. Mm-hmm. The things we pray for. We at the mercy of it cuz we don't really know what we ask for when we say, "Okay, God, use me." Right. Okay. Are you ready to do this unto death? Because I do this unto death. Meaning this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. This mm-hmm. is what I'm going to do. Because it's not just the power of my testimony. It's not loving my my life unto death. Meaning people's lives are at stake. When we don't do podcasts like this, that's why I love you. You are a content creator. You are black. You are gorgeous. You are beautiful and black. Sister, you fucking thank you, rock. Sir. Thank you. Thank you. But when people like you can bring this kind of content into context Mm. and people get to have the advantage of having Jesus as well as understanding somebody else's experience, because a lot of people won't be able to hear me. You know, the the, the church wouldn't be able to hear me this way because they'd be like, oh, well, you know, because too much or some shit like that. But I still might have something in my mouth. There's a wisdom in what it is that I'm saying that can help keep your children together, that can help keep your marriage together, keep you from walking out, showing you how to pray. This is why my my new strong advantage is teaching women how to pray for their husbands when they're getting caught up in this type of stuff, when they're getting caught up in this demonic harem, this occult of spirit. Spirit of of sexual Warfare. exploitation, right. right? Because you can't think you exempt just because you married, right? you ain't exempt. You ain't That's that holy way you ain't gonna deal with, right. right? And you gonna need somebody to talk to, so people can talk about the shit I talk about all day long. But what we haven't, what 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 is disgusting to me is that as many people that do go to church, we still have not figured out how to bring the conversation of sex to the church, mm-hmm. and. That is an enemy to us because the only way to defeat the enemy, the, the number one rule of war is to know who your enemy is, to learn them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't learn them when the church don't have, the church got so many excuses about sex. 
when the church needs to have a conversation about sex. Mm-hmm. So you got everybody making up in their mind what they think sex is or the ideas that make sex work and the functionality of it and the faculties of it that because it's in their mind and nobody has taught them or mentored them about sex and healthy sexual relationships and not even coming from their pastor, then it's like, well, sex is up to whatever I, I believe sex is. Right. The culture of it, the de- demonization of it, oh, well, the importance of what it is. Right. right, right. When we could just simply have a fucking conversation. Right. Just talk about it. Right. I mean. Right. Right. Now mm-hmm. tell us about the day when you met your Navy recruiter, the day that changed your life. Girl, listen, child, let me tell you something. Navy recruiters are the worst. They are persistent. <laughs> Girl, that's what I mean by the words, <laughs> baby. I, so at that time, I was working at a sex store in Greensboro Mall, and I would used to, I would, I would go to school during the day because I went to Franklin Beauty School, and then at nighttime I would strip at night, mm-hmm. and then sometimes I would get home so late that I wouldn't have enough time to sleep. So then I would just stay up and go to work the next morning, and the the Greensboro Mall one entrance would only be open, and the entrance that would be open would be the interest to the uh, military, the army, the Navy, the air force and the Marines right. and the coast guard. And so I would go through that interest. And in the morning they had what you call deppers. They would come out and they little uh, PT gear and stuff. They'd be out there running and stuff like that. And it was this Navy recruiter. His name was Reese Tyler. And Reese used to see me every single morning. He would come and get the door for me. He was a straight gentleman, handsome young man, light-skinned, green eyes. I mean, everything you could think of, you would want in a man. He was just short. You know, it just wasn't never my type kind of thing because I dealt with, you know, men who was ready to give away money, not men who was going to teach you how to make your own money. Mm. so he wasn't the type of person I would be attracted to you see what I'm saying right and so you know every day would just be that conversation he would have with me just you know how you doing you know what you've been up to today let me get the door for you you know uh you, you know you, you need to come join the, the navy you know it's a lot of gentlemen in the navy you know it's a lot of men to get the door for you you know uh um <laughs> Um, if if you can use all that skill, I see you get to work on time. You can use that skill. You get to work on time. You can use that in the navy. You know oh, that's all he you. kept saying. Everything he was doing, he would say, you know, you can do that same thing in the navy. And so that's what I heard all the time. The same way I heard if I got pregnant all the time, I could have somewhere to stay. Well, because that man kept talking to me about the navy all the time, when I I girl i was at passion cabaret and this is in houston texas y'all passion don't exist anymore but it's some people that know about passion cabaret mm-hmm. it was on 45 in the north shepherd and i remember i got my ass whooped this particular day um uh by by my traffic the one i was made to live with me and my kids so time done went on i'm a bottom bitch at this particular point and it was something that happened i, I didn't make no money or i was mean to the to the uh manager or something I did and I pissed him off and this motherfucker just hauled off and hit me in front of everybody. And so I remember, you know, the next day I had a black eye and I kept trying to put the makeup on it and stuff, but I was crying so much every time I put the makeup on that the makeup would went stay. And um that one particular morning I saw a wreath and I, you know, going to work and stuff like that. And uh he saw it and I remember him just asking me, you know, whenever you ready mm. we can do it today 
We can do it today. Let's just do it today. He didn't ask me about my black eye. He didn't ask me, you know, about how it happened. You know, I, it, it was because, you know, girls can talk or women can talk rather. And, you know, by the time he asked me how I was doing, it went into all the way how I was doing, into everything. And it was like he didn't hear none of that shit. When you ready to take this test, you can take this test. You do qualify. I don't care about your tattoos. I don't care that you don't have, you know, uh, everything it is you need. And this is during the time. So you cannot get in the military with the GED. Mm-hmm. At this particular time, this was when we had just had 9-11 had just happened. So it was like five years into 9-11, um, you know, during the war with Afghanistan and stuff. And the Navy started relaxing some of the restrictions on, you know, who could get in and stuff like that. And so that was one of the things that qualified me to even be in the military because I kept telling him, I was like, I don't qualify. Like nice. it was so it was so bad. I, I was. I was a depressed individual. I had no confidence. And you would think somebody who can get on stage and take their clothes off would have the most confidence. No, I had the most training and I was groomed for how to handle that particular crowd. I was not groomed and trained on how to handle corporate America. Mm. I was not ready to actually put my name on something and commit to something long term and have a plan for my life or my future. That is the most scariest fucking thing you can do in the world when you are not an independent person. I was codependent. I didn't have to worry about that shit because my pimp did all of that for me. I don't get what people don't get about that shit. Right. You know, it, it does it does bother me because people say, you know, you, you do all of this stuff you do now, you know, how'd you do this and how'd you do that and how do you know, no, it's not a how'd you do. It was like every stage of excellence that I got in, into my life there was somebody who believed in me just such as yourself and and would say you know what I honor you woman of God for what you went through give me tell me what you learned about that I want to know and you know what you are worthy you are excellent you are awesome and those words of affirmation is what would make me say you know what maybe I am worthy mm-hmm. maybe I can take this to the next level and want to do something more with my life so every advantage every opportunity for advancement somebody would say something positive that made me want to be a better me right. every single time And when I ended up going to the Navy, I remember because, like I said, it was the beginning of the war. And, uh, you know, we all got our badges for um, for um, what is it? Um, Terrorism, a national uh, terrorism, um, like just uh, a badge. I can't think of what it's called right now because I'm I ain't been in the military in so long. I remember us watching the movie. They were showing some of the scenes of what happened when you go to war for the Afghan war and stuff like that. And, you know, we standing there with our um, uh, recruit hats on and you cannot take the recruit hat off until you get to like the final stage so you can put the seaman hat on. And so before you put the seaman hat on, they make you watch this video that show you what it's like to go to war and to show you what it's like to not leave a man behind. And I remember watching that movie and we're all standing there. We have been sleep deprived. We have not had any sleep. This is the end of training. And I'm just like boohoo crying because 
at that particular point, it it brought me right back to that scripture where Jesus said, he's the one who would leave the 99 and would not leave and, and would go back to get the one. He's the one who would never leave the one behind. And I, I kept thinking, oh my God, I'm the one God didn't leave behind. If he would position me, he would position me for such a time as this to understand what it's like, how hard it is to actually leave a life like that and to go into corporate America without feeling like you're judged or people don't like you or people don't want to work next to you because of your life and to see all of these white people right. <laughs> you know these white people and these black people and these Asian people and you know so many people from around the world but majority white people right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to you know sit next to them and eat with them and and breathe their air and right. just to be considered an equal it can be considered an equal and it's like first i was hustling y'all for y'all money mm-hmm. but now i have to be the one who might have to go in and save somebody's life and they might be white they might be black like it, it, it didn't matter the color but i would be chosen to save a life when i needed to be saved right and that was the toughest transition of my life. Mm. That was the toughest transition because I still needed to be saved. Right. And I had to transition my mind out of, you've already been rescued. Now you got to continue to survive. Now you got to continue this fight. Right. And that is when a war happens because people, when you grow and you do better with your life, people and people remember where you was people mm. will leave you where they remembered you and not let Facts. you move forward with your memories Facts. because of their memory of you right and that was the war i've had to deal with for years of my life because people had already knew that and it was so funny as i made so many jokes when i was in the navy and i served my country probably for eight fucking years everybody knew i was a stripper i did not hide that shit from no fucking body nobody i didn't have my children when we had to go to work and it was time to go to work and i didn't have nobody to, to keep my kids and then we was on the weekend my kids was coming to fucking work with me right my captains didn't say nothing they you know what they would say and and, and this is the difference between broke people and rich white men because you could be a broke white person too right my captains and them you know what they would tell me well looks like the navy is growing mm that was it. I wasn't offended by that or nothing. Everybody would chuckle and keep it going. And if I needed to do some work uh, and my kids was there or something, people, I'll just hand them off. Here, y'all help me until I can get this done over here. To, to me, that was the, the greatest big sister, big brother, sisterhood, brotherhood you could ever have on God's green earth right, right. there. That, to be around people who really stood up and to say, you know, I got your six, I got your back. Right. Like, for real, I got your back. So that's why even with raising my kids, it was, like I said, it's always so confusing to me how people say certain things about you and stuff. And I'm just like, I, my kids want me everywhere I went. They The same experiences I had, they had them too. Right. Like, we, because we, we grew up with each other. So right. my kids and I, we have a very, very uh, different relationship with each other because right. we grew up with each other so 
And speaking of your kids, how has your relationship with adults from your childhood impacted your journey with motherhood? Because I can already tell you a hands-on mom. Oh, I am definitely a hands-on <laughs> fucking mom. You know what? Um, I was just talking to my my ex-sister-in-law about this. Mm-hmm. Um, that was recently something that had happened that, you know, so my daughter's dad is is my trafficker. He's one of my traffickers. And um, I finally came out and said, like, who he was and stuff like that. I'm not going to mention it here. Y'all going to have to find it somewhere else because I ain't messy. Mm-hmm. But oh, do we know, you know he had he? No, I don't necessarily know. He, I mean, he ain't nobody to know. But I mean, okay. shit, he's he's somebody to look out for. I I wouldn't do business with him or let my children be around. You right. know, no shit like that. But I was just talking about that. You know, um, I was telling her, um, because he had did some shady shit, and. And and I I written her message and I said, you know, the same energy that y'all had about me growing up raising my children, I need y'all to have that same energy about, you know, him when he's doing things that are frustrating the progress of of me being where I'm at right now, but just where my children are right now. Like keep the keep it positive. Don't 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 take me back to where where I was because I'm not there but he not gonna do the same thing y'all was okay with thinking I was doing and then just pat him on the hand and say oh he just made the boo-boo it's gonna be all right no because that's not how y'all did me right y'all y'all this was torture it was it was terroristic is what this was um and I was not acknowledged as a good mother at all you know Ain't no when because when I stood up in court and with the court, you know, the judge was, uh, you know, insulting me and saying, you know, oh, don't tell in the courtroom, oh, don't be like this mother. She she has sex with men in front of her children. Ain't nobody say that shit to him. And he stood in court and told the court he had been with me since I was sixteen years old right. at an age when you cannot consent to sex. Had that same fucking energy, right. and so. I I didn't I didn't respond to her. What I did was I hearted her message, but I knew the position that she was gonna take because she specifically said, you know, it's about the kid. And it was it was about the kid. That's basically what her message was. And I looked at the message. It's about the kid. It's about the kid. And I looked at the message and she reminded me of, of everything I experienced as a child when people dismissed how what they did made me feel. My feelings was dismissed. What happened to me was dismissed. And it's not so much that it was just, you know, so much of dismissal. It was the non-acknowledgement. Right. So the people in my family, especially like my mother's side of the family, I don't talk to them at all. Because you, you know more about my life than apparently I know more about my life. But there has been no acknowledgement of redemption of hey we was wrong we took the wrong attitude we went about this the wrong way we should have supported you more it's still let me rah 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 about the decisions you made as a child and I'm like well I made those decisions in self-defense of the 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 lack of yes 
surviving, but the lack of opportunity that existed for me. Right. And all I ever wanted was for that to be acknowledged. And what I had to come to the conclusion was, and what I had to learn, and I was talking to my um my mentor, uh Jennifer Holman. We were talking. I love her. Um she she we were talking and one of the things she told me she said the same people that hurt you you do not need them to heal you and i had to think about that and i was like that 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 was my problem that was my problem the whole time i wanted the people who had hurt me so bad to heal me where i was hurting at and really not necessarily heal me y'all but because I know we got podcasters that are listening, but to have that conversation with me and tell me what you was thinking, tell me in all honesty, and then let me tell you what I was thinking, not just walk around with this prejudgmental uh, view of me without me being able to explain to you, you know, like, hey, or, oh, did I do that when I was younger? Okay, cool. Here's what I was thinking. Here's what I was going through. Right. Okay, fine. But you also acknowledge and have an accountability of your hand in my shit. Right. Because a lot of them had their hand in my shit and, and they just, they, just, they want to be so far removed. And I'm like, how can you remove yourself? You participated in this bullshit happening to me. Because if they remove themselves, and that's the way of them saying that it never had, they was never a part of it. Yeah, they was never a part of it. They don't want no guilt in it and stuff. And so I just, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, it's just, they got the freedom to live their life. I know that they, you know, sometimes people feel like, you know, they on eggshells because they waiting to see. They listen to wait to see if I'm going to say their name. And I'm just put it out there. You ain't worth me saying your name. You ain't worth me talking about publicly or me sending people to your page or, you know, uh, people disenfranchising your businesses and stuff like that. You know, because that's not what it was about. It's truly about healing. Now, DFPS, I fuck with them. Mm-hmm. I fuck with them. Because the commissioner of DFPS, Jamie Masters, they, uh, Jamie Masters, uh, uh, Blanca Denise, and, and Ada McLeod, they had met me, uh, some event we had done, and and um, they wanted to hear, they heard my story and stuff like that, and they said, you know what, we want you to tell your story to the department because we want to know what we failed you at and what we messed up at, and at that point, I mm-hmm. saw not just corporate social responsibility but corporate sustainability mm-hmm. how are you know black girls who have been trafficked black girls who have been treated unjustly by the criminal justice system how did they fare well after you know uh stuff have happened and what can the department do to be better and and have just situational awareness i thought that was really really cool and the commissioner she got up on stage after I told my story and she apologized to me publicly. Mm. And when she did that, she removed, and, and mind you, this was an apology 20 years after the fact. Right. She removed 20 years of hurt by just saying, we are sorry and we see you. That I mean, even thinking about it right now brings me to tears. And it brought me to the scripture in the Bible, when God says that when a man's ways please God, he will make even his enemies be at peace with him. Mm. And I stand on that word. I stand on that conviction. 
I'm totally convicted about that. And I honestly believe that if you have an art with your brother, because that's what the word says, then you need to go talk to your brethren about that art and y'all solve the matter. But there are some people who do not believe the word and stand on the word that way, where if they have an art about something that they want to have that conversation. Some people just, you know, like I said, they want to be far removed when they had so much of a hand in the adultification and the human trafficking. And, and, and let me tell you, my human trafficking was more or less around people protecting the person who was trafficking me. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And so, I, I I dealt with that all my life watching watching somebody who had trafficked me and done all these things to me, you know, live like a protected class of citizen while I suffered. Mm. I suffered. I fought to get my kids back. You know, it took me almost 10 years to get my kids back and I had to go study law. And I didn't know a goddamn thing about law. I knew a goddamn thing about a pleading. And the reason why law is so difficult to understand is because you have to know the king's language. That's why in court, there's a judge or a magistrate. It's the king's language. You need to, you need, everybody needs to, everybody, especially if you walk around calling yourself a king or a queen, you need to have the fucking robber's rule in your back pocket. Because you need to know the king's language. You cannot walk around here the same conversation I'm having with y'all on this podcast is not the same conversation that I'm having with legislators when I'm standing before Democratic and Republican men pleading my case about why we should push this law forward. They don't get this side of it. And I ain't co-switching. Do I tell it like it is? Y'all tell it like it is. But you got to remember, I'm in the office and I'm talking to kings. So you have to have the language of a king. Right. You can't go to a king with a, with a peasant's tongue. Mm. So y'all stop that. Right. Stop that. You can't be, oh, I'm a queen and you out here raw, raw, raw and every five minutes. No, nigga, I'm in advocacy. My raw, raw <laughs> is different. Not nah, nigga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure we clear. Nah, hands down. This has been one of my favorite episodes. We got two questions and that's it. The, that's it, first, cool. The first question is, how do we help someone who is in this situation? Well, so I do human trafficking prevention. That's what Nisi's Network Incorporated is about. We help the children of the pimps, the children of the victims of sex trafficking, the children of the prostitutes, because those are the ones that get left through the crack and or, or fall through the crack. Those are the ones that get caught in the gap because people automatically assume that if the parent is like that, the child is going to be like that um, as well. And then you got some moms who are just leaving their kids, their younger kids, at home with their older siblings and the older siblings can't live life because they raising your children mm. okay and so that that that's a problem and so you you don't you don't want that and those kids end up being adultified and having to find food and having to find keep the shelter keep the lights on so to say right. you know or keep the bills paid and stuff like that and and the reason why prostitution rate is going up is because kids are hungry but one of the things i tell people you know not just to be vigilant but to make sure, you know, if you got a kid that's at school and you see they hungry, meaning they going to, they somebody who don't just eat the one plate, they always going back to seconds and thirds, thirds, that's something's going on. Sometimes it's not just, oh, that kid is a teenager and they being hungry. Sometimes it might be that kid may got to go to work that night and they ain't got no food to eat because they out on the street. Mm. Or they got to go, you know, hook up with their mama's john or hook up with their own sugar daddy and they tired 
Right. And people don't think about that. Um, I love my impact partners, uh, Crime Stoppers of Houston, who have allowed me to develop and train um, uh, a lot of corporate companies on human trafficking, but as well as we've come up with the child safety kits. Now, I know the child safety kits seem corny, but they're not corny. Um, you know, if, if you got a kid right now, you took your kid to the doctor, I guarantee you everything that the doctor wrote up about your children, you're not walking out that doctor's office with that information. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And so with the child safety kid, we want to put that power back into the parents' hands and we want them to start writing down everything that is identifiable about their child in that child safety kit. So the right. doctor shouldn't be the only one walking around with the teeth identifying markers and stuff. You should have it too. They shouldn't be the only ones walking around with DNA samples. You should have DNA samples of your own children. But most importantly, the first part of the DNA is the fingerprinting. And so you fingerprint your own children and you keep that in the safe. Mm. I mean, just simple things to protect our kids. A lot of our kids come up missing. A lot of our kids become abducted. Abduction is not human trafficking. An abduction is an abduction. So sometimes you do have an abduction offenders who traffic girls. But if, if sex trafficking has not happened, then you're just dealing with an abduction. And even in that situation or that scenario, you want to be able to have some DNA to give to the police so that they can start their preliminary investigation. You want to be, you, you want to be able to give somebody who's looking for your kid, if your kid come up missing, is more information than they ask for because you did the due diligence before the situation happened. Right. You want to take control of your house. Right. And so this is whether you're a parent, this is whether you're a teacher. I give this out to a lot of teachers, uh, encourage their parents to get them as well, uh, things like that to that nature. Um, you want to be cautious of, you know, uh, massage brothels and things like that. Like right now, we, we have over 3,500 illicit uh, brothels that are next to, you know, schools. Mm. And we have one of the largest uh, ISD's independent school districts uh, in the world, which is Houston uh, Independent School District. And, you know, of course, we have a lot of problems. But one of those, you know, problems is having that wraparound service for for what I, for my specialty. Because nobody's thinking sex is a social impediment to students that they can't focus and do their work. Right. But sex is a social impediment to students that they can't do focus and do their work. Not not only sex, when you add sex with social media, you got a very diverse component. When you add sex, social media, and then OnlyFans, then you got a super outraged, a super imposed diverse component to this child thinking. Right. Being able to concentrate their developmental skills, how fast they understand adult life, you know, wanting to exercise independence um, and, and wanting to understand money and, and, and how money is used and, and how it's purposed for. But when you get kids that understand money and they only understand one type of currency and how that currency is used only one way, you got a problem. Mm. Because you're going to have a bunch of kids that's facilitating criminal activity versus children that are out here being entrepreneurs. Mm. And that makes all the difference. That's why we need people like me with and stuff because I deal with at-risk youth and kids that have dealt with the justice or have impact, been impacted by the justice system or the juvenile justice system. I mean, that's that's what I'm here for. But you know, you the, the signs are clear. If your homegirl got an iPhone 15, 
and it ain't even out yet. But you know her mama and them on welfare and food stamps, and they ain't got that kind of money. Okay, sis, what's up? Where you getting all this money from? Right. You know, those are the kind of questions that have. if you're in school and you're dealing with somebody in school and you you get a little boy and they he he ha ha and about running the train on a girl. Okay, well then you need to ask more questions because they ran the train on the girl, they just sex trafficked somebody. Right. If you got a daughter and your daughter dating a football player and he he the most popular football player and he tell his girlfriend, Hey, if you love me, then you will sleep with all my football players, my my partners uh with me, then your son just trafficked somebody's daughter right right these are conversations that we need to be having that that we're not having if you still walk around here talking about some uncle daddy is a, a is a relative uncle daddy probably sleeping with your daughter too that's a fact and paying her and paying her to be quiet mm -hmm. and you can't just worry about uncle daddy you got you got daddy too that's you know perverted you know we still, you know, we I, I understand Santa Claus and I, I I I get I get what people, you know, are trying to imply with Santa Claus, but socially we should be have grown out of the whole Santa <laughs> Claus situation because you ain't finna tell me to make my child sit on some unmanned known's lap. Right. It's too much shit going on. It's too much shit going on in the world for that to even be considered a safe space. An right. unknown man's lap. I don't care what the season is. That's that's not it. Right. Yeah, when I was growing up, I couldn't sit on nobody's lap. Yeah, you couldn't sit. Hello. Hello. At nine o'clock, your bitch ass was in the house. Right. Right. The lights was on. Take your ass home. Right. We was cooking dinner. When the last time you now hurry up and go home to cook dinner, y'all hungry? What y'all want to eat? Right. Let's try something different. <laughs> I be in there trying to shuswan chicken and shit. I don't know nothing about no goddamn shuswan. You see, baby, how you shuswan chicken? <laughs> no, no, right. Shit. But now I understand. Why my white sister's always making that green bean casserole shit? Sometimes they just put that shit with some cheese and mushroom soup, hold right. it and stick it in the oven. That's it. Right. I get it. Right. <laughs> and last but not least, what is your advice to those who are survivors of human trafficking? Oh, man. Where do I start with the advice to human trafficking? Mm, 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 mm. I'll, I'll start here the bible says that a wise woman builds a house but a foolish woman pluck it down with her hand mm. notice that the bible didn't say a wise wife builds a house that means that you need to have your own life before you become somebody's wife hey. child i be telling these bitches oh my you see God. what i'm saying Man. You need to have your own life. A man is not a financial plan. Facts. You cannot live your life like that, sis. Big bro. Like it's not, it's not going to work. You're going to have to be a facilitator of your own happiness. You cannot depend on people to co-facilitate your happiness. 
happiness, first of all, is circumstantial. Facts. So nobody owes you anything for you to be happy. Okay? So, and then you, you cannot walk around here expecting everybody to intervene in your life. You don't want too many people putting your hands on your life and your situation anyways, because it'll be more of a burden than it is a problem. Too much help can be a downfall. Mm -hmm. Because you need, you, there's some things, there's some things that, that by not receiving the help will make you be the self-starter that you were born to be. Mm -hmm. Your self-start shouldn't only be the push button in your car. Your self-start button should be in your mind. You should be able to start something, finish something, complete something, begin something. And your ideas do matter. Right. They do matter. Your creativity does matter. And that's the thing about people who've been abused for many years. Usually they're not very creative people. And so it is time for you, sis, survivor of human trafficking, to go learn some new things about you and stop trying to learn people that you're trying to be in love with. Sit your ass down. Mm. Make them learn you because you're still learning you. Right. Get to like you. Get to know you. Get to spend time. Get to spend time with yourself and not with and stop romanticizing about the ideas of being in a relationship and don't be quick to be in a relationship and quick to be in marriage because marriage is a lot of work mm -hmm. and it's not for everybody it's a lot a lot of work so that's my advice no. I hope it was good. No, it was fire. I am so appreciative of you. I thank you too for allowing me to find you. Because <laughs> I've been looking for someone to speak on this topic. And I feel like you are the epitome of what my brand stands for, the professional homegirl. So I really, really, really thank you so much. Like, we're going to talk off the screen because I want to share something with you. But um, I'm super excited that I met you. Like, seriously. Oh, sis, I love you already. And we gonna uh, stay in touch. Yes, we already are. Because I'm going to share some exciting news that the listeners don't know yet. But if y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, please make sure to email me at hello at the phdpodcast.com. And until next time, everyone, later. Peace. <laughs> All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic. And at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.